Welcome to Tab, another episode of Sales with Aslan. I'm your host, Tom Stanfill. And of course, Tab, you're my co-host, which I feel like puts you in a second tier position. And I don't like mm. that. Well, but I, I am the one with the book, Tab. So I, I have to be. You're, right, you're not a writer. There. You're an Arthur. Arthur. And so, I, which, I, which I get. I mean, you know. I, uh, well, they told me, yeah, I had to put my name on it because it helps. It helps people get the word out about the book. Like, <laughs> no, they I don't love, know you really wrote the book. Uh, yeah, they yeah, don't exactly. know that. But we don't need to go into that. You know, yeah, we don't need to do that. We don't need any of that. But hey, this is a special day tab. Not only are we recording our 2000th episode of Sales with Aslan or something like that, maybe it's 150. I don't know. But, <laughs> but, but, and if I had a drum roll. <laughs> I had a drum roll. If I had sound, if we were in a real studio, yes, uh, we would we would have music drum roll. We'd have some sort of celebration to announce that July first is one of the best days of the year. There's Christmas, yes. There's Love Easter, Christmas. right? Love there's Easter. Thanksgiving, Fourth of July, and there's Tab's birthday. Yes, it's a very Today good day. is Tab's birthday. Yeah, well, Happy birthday, my friend. Thank you. Love, love that I'm alive another year to spend with you. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> I almost, I, sadly, I spend more time with you than probably my family members. Yeah. But that's all right. Good thing we love uh, each other. Oh, so, man, I am so grateful for you. I could, I could, I could, I could melt right now thinking about how much I love you and how much you mean to me. So, uh, oh, and, well. and I know you probably won't even get anything done today, Tab, because you're going to have to field calls and text and emails. And I mean, it's just, it's like you're going to have to, that's why you have to take the day off. You take mm. every July 1st mm. off. And what are there, the, what somebody's doing something Monday, the whole country's doing something Monday. Is that your, yeah. is that, you do yeah. fireworks for me every year. I, we delay it a little bit, but that's okay. It's well, okay. you wait for the weekend. You got to wait yeah. for the weekend. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, anyway, well, I appreciate it. I feel the same way and I'm uh, very grateful you were born too. But if I, uh, we've already celebrated that. Uh, I, yeah, that's I've, not, I've, yeah, we can't. Yeah. It's all about you, buddy. All right, buddy. All, all right, right. we got to move on because the people that don't know you need to know you. Yes. If they you see him on the street, Pull him aside, give him a hug, get to know him. Uh, but today, Tab, uh, and actually we have a lot to learn from you about this subject, but today we're going to talk about what drives confidence. This came up yes. in a couple of meetings that we were conducting recently while we were assessing sales organizations, and this word confident came up. Mm -hmm. And uh, I started thinking about what, you know, that's really a critical element of what drives a, a salesperson or really anybody in business or anybody in probably any walk of life success is that is confidence and especially in sales because if you really think about what we're doing in sales is we're basically saying hey you have a problem or you have something you want and i'm going to help you get there so i'm going to lead you to the best solution and so the question is will they follow you right <laughs> you know right. or do they believe you <laughs> which is really the root confidence comes from this root word believe um, and, and, you know, I've done some study and you, of course, you know, I speak Latin tab. <laughs> right. No, I just see you sometimes just at the beach. And yeah. You just crack out your Latin book. Yeah. Like, and it's crazy because no one really can communicate with me. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what, what drives confidence? Because, you know, there's people that, that words that their words have weight. Yeah. You know, when they say things, you're like, I, you, people write them down mm -hmm. and then there's people that talk and you just kind of tune out. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you know, or, or you just can kind of tell that they really, 
it's false confidence. You're like that, that, that guy has no clue what he's talking about or, you know, or yeah, I don't believe that person or that woman's making that up or, yeah. but then there's other people's like, yeah, they just command the room. They walk in the room, they go walk into a party, they go to a dinner They you just like, they're just unfazed. And I'm so attracted to those people. There's like, there's yeah. something about them and we listen to them. We, we follow them. And that's a critical element. It's like the foundation of, of being successful at influence is having that sort of foundation of confidence. Well, and, and Tom, I've always thought mm-hmm. that's just the way you are. Yeah, you know, okay. you're I mean, born just, with confidence. You're bo- and there, I do think there are people that are born with more confidence than other. I don't know. They're born with some kind of something yeah. that just... I don't know what it is, but I kind of put a lot of weight on that's just genetically how you are. And I, as the older I get, I realize that's not true. No. I mean, I think life experiences impact Mm -hmm. confidence. I think, I mean, I think there are a lot of things that impact confidence, but I think there's a lot we can do as human beings to, to drive more confidence. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's within our control. Yeah, that's what I'm trying Being to say. Being confident is a decision that we need to make. And we're going to talk about what drives confidence today. And, it, it, and I'm glad you brought that up because it's not about volume. Right. Right. How loud you speak or fast you speak. or, <laughs> I mean, I, I met with an owner the other day. He was, he was uh, uh, we were talking to him about, you know, becoming a client. He was explaining his business as a really successful business. And this guy just almost whispered. And he just talked uh, about how he basically he was the seller. He had a multi, he like, I think it was like a $400 million company. And he pretty much sold most of the major accounts like Apple. And he was just this quiet man who spoke truth. Goes, this, this is how I do it. And you're like, I'm writing everything he says down. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, this guy just blew me. And he wasn't saying things that were really rocket science it was only like oh i gosh i've never heard it. it's just the way he's like i when a client it's like he would say things like most important thing is to understand the client's pain points so when they tell me what their pain is i write it down and then i feed it back to them yeah and i'm like yeah, yeah that's great Simple. that's exactly yeah. what you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's brilliant yeah it's like it's so simple it's like but you knew that he knows what he's talking about there was no question that he knew what he was talking about and how to sell this solution. And that's what we want to talk about today, Tab. Yep. There's seven things you need to know. I call it the 7K. Ooh, I like You're that. a runner. Yeah, I've never run a 7K. <laughs> <laughs> they have not. I've run a 10K, I've run a 9K, <laughs> run a 5K. Never seven. A 7K. The number seven, it's the perfect number. It is. You know, Tab, I've number. never run a 1K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, just, you ought to try it sometimes. I can do a walk. I think I've done a walkathon tab before. I've mm. done a walkathon before. Those were big in the seventies. Big in the seventies. So here's uh, we, and we, you and I have obviously prepared for this, thought about it, and and what we're sharing is what we've learned literally from working with thousands of of top performing mm-hmm. sellers and leaders. Uh, and as we thought about culling down this list, if it took really what does drive confidence and why do we follow people and why do we listen to them first the, so we're going to talk about seven things you need to know the first one is you need to know your purpose mm. yeah that if that's not in place this is I where mean, you start and you start here you really have to get this figured out or it, it not that you know I mean, other things are critical, but boy, this, if you get this thing squared away, it really does lay the foundation. Yeah. 
It, and well, I'll give you a great example um, because ultimately what we're going to, what we're going to unpack in this is you really have two options. Your, the purpose is to really help other people, mm -hmm. right? Or the purpose is to perform and get a score and it determines your performance determines your worth. Yeah. And when your performance determines your worth, there's a lot at stake. There's, there's pressure. There's, there's, yeah, it's like there's too much at stake. If I'm going to a party, just a simple party, and, uh, and at the end of the party, I'm going to go, did people like me? Right. Right. How did I do? Am yeah, I, I'm going to this party to be liked. To me? Yeah, I'm going to this party to be liked. That's scary. It's like, do they like me? Do they want yeah. to talk to me? Am I, am I going to buy invited back? I mean, that's a scary thing. But if I go to the party and I say, hey, I wonder who I can get to know or what I'll learn from somebody or what, you know, and mm -hmm. see how so-and-so's doing. And so, and I make it about them. I have no pressure. Yeah. Like I, I met uh, Jenna, the, uh, you know, the, the head of our marketing for Aslan. I met her father yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, you know, kind of for a minute there, I'm like, oh, God, I mean, it's, oh, I need to impress him. You know, I need to, I need to, you know, I need to, and then I'm like, no, I just need to get to know him. Who is he? Yeah. He's the greatest guy. What does he do? Where does he live? What's he love? I mean, we just had this great conversation because it wasn't about me. It was about getting to know him. And so when it's about other people, other people, um, I'm thinking about that movie, Dumb and Dumber, which is a great movie. <laughs> You are so easily distracted. It's I like am. a squirrel. I'm glad there's, you can't see out your window or we'd be in trouble. I'm thinking of that scene in Dumb and Dumber when the guys, you ever heard the concept of other people? He's on the phone. He's on oh, the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other people. Um, so, yeah. So the one, the, the other example tab I had is uh, uh, a simple one is I had to give a toast. You know, this like, seems like I've talked to several people who are giving toast lately at a wedding. And I was very nervous because I'm thinking I got to perform. Right. I got to entertain. I got to, mm -hmm. then all of a sudden I shifted to say, no, what does Shani want to hear? How can I encourage her? How can I say something about her? What does she need to hear right now? And how can I basically make it about her? And it's like, I, when I do that with clients, I move from a performance to helping. Right. Yeah. And it's, there's so many, I always think about meeting like a famous person. <laughs> I don't, you know, yeah. you know you, you, like I, 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 one, one time I was, I got to spend, I don't know if you remember Amy Grant. She was awesome. And this was kind of in her heyday. And I, I had the opportunity to spend some time with her through a mutual friend. And, mm -hmm. and he was like, aren't you so nervous? Are you, are you? And I'm like, why? He's like, well, she's like super famous. And you're, you're I'm, I'm like, I mean, I can't get anything from it. Wasn't like she could help me in my business world or she could help right. me anything else. I just was curious to get to know her. You know what I mean? So I was very confident hanging out with her and her husband because there was no, I had no agenda. I didn't, mm -hmm. I didn't want her to, I didn't what want to feel like, doesn't she doesn't like, yeah, me? what if she doesn't like me? She's not going to like me anyway. I mean, I'm just, right. nothing. I mean, whatever. It just <laughs> takes the pressure like, off. So Amy's going to leave her husband. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to change her life. Yeah. No. So it was really cool. So you could just be very confident in being mm -hmm. curious about her, what her background was kind of learning about her. And I, and mm -hmm. I think it was refreshing for her. I think it was, it was really a fun, enjoyable experience, but you're right. Confidence would have been the exact opposite. If I was trying, to be impressive yeah and yeah. I think salespeople and, struggle with that all the time yeah and so a more relevant not relevant but a more uh, example related to sales mm -hmm. yeah is like when you make this presentation 
Oh yeah. Or, so it's the big meeting and they're going to make a decision between you and somebody else. And there's a lot of commission on the lines. And I've, I've felt, I mean, I, I feel those nerves. Um, and I, I do one thing that, that really puts me in a much more confident position as I even, I'll even begin the presentation by saying these words. I'll say today, my goal is not to win this opportunity. I'll say, what I want to do is share with you what I've learned by helping other companies solve the same problem. So we're going to walk through the things that I've learned. You choose us, don't choose us. Yes, I want to work with you. I'd love to, but really the best way I can help you evaluate our solution and the best way I can help you today is to share with you what I've learned. And I, when I do that, it, I just, it's like a shift happens yeah. from again, a performance where I'm going to get a score to communicating something. Yeah, as, that's as we learned awesome. from one of our guests. And um, I have to do that before every critical thing. Now, some things I don't get nervous about, or, you know, my confidence is, I feel confident, but, um, and I do that if I'm even going to a social function, you know, if I'm going to some function mm -hmm. where I'm going to meet a lot of people and I'm like, this is all about just who, who's did the part, who can I get to know and how can I understand what more versus a performance. And um yeah, that helps. No, I, I I just wrote that down. So if, if you get nothing else from this podcast, mm -hmm. write that down. Because if, if we as salespeople, all of us, if we took that approach to every big presentation we did, we would be more successful. We'd be more confident. It's great for the client. Mm -hmm. It's great for everybody. So love it. Yeah, it's great. And I've I've seen other people do that. I probably stole that from somebody. But I did that. Well, I remember landing on that because I did that for me. Like yeah. that got me in a good it was place. Your, it was your trigger. It was a way. It was my trigger could, to yeah. kind of, I mean, and still we're, we're sort of wired. I mean, in certain situations, our body has memorized how to be, how to, for the fear to kick in or for us to be sort of like scared, you know, like yeah. it's just wired. And so some of it is just an automatic response to situations. And so when we can tune into what really is our goal. And actually, I remember I was going to be on a, it just came to me. We, because my daughter wrote a book, we were on this television program because it mm. was about my daughter and her book. And it was kind of a big deal. And I was meeting with somebody. I it was Andy Stanley's TV show. Um, it's, on, it's on after Saturday Night Live. And, and they got the, the her, his church really got behind Tyndall's book. And, and so they wanted to have the parents on. I'm like, I was freaking, I was freaking out about meeting Andy, not just being on the show. My nerves started way before and I was not confident. And I remember my daughter-in-law at dinner, as I was sharing my fear, she said, what are you afraid of? Oh, that's good. And it was well, such Andy a simple, to love me and think I'm yeah, impressive. It, it, it was like, I, and yeah. I got on, I got honest. I said, I said, I guess I want people to like me. I want to be respected. I want, and then when, as soon as I said it, I'm like, this is stupid. This yeah. isn't about me. This is about Tyndall. Yeah. This is about her book. This is about what she's, I'm just, I'm just there for, I'm a prop. <laughs> and I tell you, man, my whole nerves went away and I walked on that stage. I was the most confident I've ever been in the most, in the weirdest situation for me with cameras. I mean, I even did a rap on stage. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, that obviously that didn't take off. I, I, if you know, it didn't, well, well it's, it was something about how Tendo would listen to rap music. And then I would, oh, cause when they were teenagers, I would make up rap songs. I would blend them together and always say the words wrong. And so I would, I kind of had this rap thing I did. And they always laughed if I was funny. At least I think they thought it was funny. Yeah. So I ended up doing that on stage. They did cut that tab. 
I was going to say, I don't remember seeing that. So. Yeah, they did cut that. Um, all Love right, it. so we probably should move on. All yep. right, so number one is you need to know your purpose. Is your purpose to help or is your purpose to get a score? That's it. Right? And so yep. if your purpose is to help others, that's going to, that's going to, because you can do that, right? That you yep. can pull that off. You can, you know that you can pull that off. Number two, you need to know your customer's business. And I think it starts there. Mm-hmm. You serve certain people. Uh, so if you think about the decision-making roles, the people that you serve, whatever, regardless of what level they are in the organization, or if they're a business owner, or you sell to consumer, um, they are, you know, you, you have a, a profile of a person you serve. They all have a whiteboard. Yeah. We talk about this all the time at Aslan. They all have a whiteboard, whether it's metaphorical or it's actually in their office or in their home. And there's things written on that whiteboard. And what's on the whiteboard is the things they care about and their initiatives, what they want, what their plans are, their biggest challenges and whatever they're trying to address. And the more you know your customers and what's on their whiteboard, the more confident you are. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about that on other podcasts. Just if you if you didn't have the right preparation and how you just instantly just fall apart because you have no confidence because you really mm -hmm. don't, you're not, you, you come in, you don't have a rifle shot. Like you don't know mm -hmm. it. Like there's just something that builds up that you just go, Oh, I can't wait. I just, I know exactly where they're coming from. I know what the pain is. I know mm -hmm. it. So, Oh, exactly and you can right. see it. Speakers do it. It's like when people know their audience, like yeah. when you stand in a room and you say things like when you do this or you care about these three things, Mm -hmm. Or, you know, people that I work with in your role have these situations, or this is what they're focused on, or this is what they're doing. Uh, or when the, you know, somebody's speaker says, there's three kinds of people in this room. They're this kind of person, there's this kind of person. This <laughs> Everybody's like, yeah, that's right. Man, they just, they just own that room. They know, well, that comes from knowledge of knowing their customer and yeah. knowing what's on their way. I remember we were um, working with an organization that sold education services and they wanted to move from kind of working with the principals and the, and the high schools because they were selling textbooks and mm -hmm. they just basically would, you know, the contracts would come up for what textbooks the school district would buy. And they would just, you know, say, this is our textbooks. And, but yeah. then they started selling and they would just usher in the people that would talk about the textbooks. And it wasn't a big deal. You know, it's like, they were just more managing the relationship and facilitating conversations. Well, then they started selling a complete solution. So they had to drive a huge education solution and they need to sell to the superintendent of the schools. And so I'm like, okay. So, and they were struggling. So I said, well, all right, we can help you do that. Well, let's talk about it. So what does the superintendent care about? And they're like, we're going to build some role plays. So let's talk about their world and, and what do they care about? And what are they struggling with? What are they trying to accomplish in their, in their district? And they're like, mm. no, no, no I, I don't really know. So that, that was where you have to start because you can't, and they couldn't get access to them because they didn't know who they were or what they cared about. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's super critical. And, and the good news is, is once you get to know your customers and by the way, their customer, your customers love to talk about what's on their whiteboard. Yeah. 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 And that's exactly right. And cause we, we talk, I talk to salespeople about this all the time. They'll be like, golly, it's so refreshing when I'm actually talking to the decision maker and, and that, or, and that's what happens because they get frustrated because that they're at a mid level and they just seem like they're spinning their wheels. And they said, when you get to the de real decision maker, they actually care about getting things done. I mean, yeah. they don't, they're not trying to just fill out a task list mm -hmm. and, and they're 
passionate about it. And like, they're trying to go from point A to point B and that's all they, that's what keeps them up at night. And that's what they're mm -hmm. all about. So they can't wait to talk about that. And if you hit, and most people don't talk to them about what's on that mm -hmm. whiteboard. The great, you know, I had a, a opportunity, great example of kind of what you're saying and meeting a famous person. So mm -hmm. I was happened to be sitting at a table for a little function and I have to be sitting to the next to the president of Ritz Carlton. Wow. Yeah. And I was, I would I was have been just, shaking I was in my boots. I mean, I was yeah. like a 30 year old punk. <laughs> and, um, but I just had, and, and I asked him this question because you and I were working together at the time and we had a hundred hourly workers. Oh gosh. Making, yeah. yeah right. So we, days. we knew, I understood the challenges of bringing in a part-time staff and getting them motivated and trained. And then they stay for three months and then they leave and the turnover and all that, all the challenges related to that. Mm -hmm. And I knew a little bit about the risk Carlton. And because I knew a little bit about his world, I asked him this question and he was about to speak. <laughs> uh, and I said, how in the world do you get hourly workers to perform at the level you do and learn all the things at the Ritz-Carlton and keep them engaged. How in the world do you do that? He lit up, he lit up and he started telling me what he does and how, I mean, it was like, we were, I mean, he loved, cause I was like, it's like, I knew something about his world. And he, yeah. now if I would have said, so what's it like to be president of a hotel? <laughs> Hey, what do you get ever? You ever get to stay in free rooms? Hey, will you ever go to? You ever go to Japan? <laughs> oh, that's so yeah. good. Yeah, I mean, he was like, he wanted to talk about his hotel and how he did. He said, I personally trained them. He's talked about how he hired them. I mean, he talked about his mm -hmm. philosophy. He's like, because I was talking about something that was important to him. You can, <laughs> there's three things you can talk about things that they care about, things you both care about, or things that you care about. Yeah. And if you pick the last one, they're right. going to be interesting. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's so good. And it does give, it does build so much confidence. Like I, I, I remember one time I was, I was trying to work with this bank and this, he was the president of this bank. Mm -hmm. And someone had told me that what was on his whiteboard was his charity. Like he was ah. all about giving away 10% of mm -hmm. all of his their profits wow and he had developed a couple a, a charity and i had done a little bit of research on that and i i knew about it and it was amazing how confident i was coming into that meeting right because i knew i knew from the very beginning i walked in i was like i said i before we get started i just have to tell you Mm -hmm. I bumped into one of your people, told me a little bit about uh, this initiative that you're working on. You know, I, I listed it. Mm -hmm. You got to tell me how you got into that and, and tell me more. About, I mean, it, it would have, I mean, it, we had the greatest meeting. We, I could have, the rest of it didn't even matter because mm -hmm. he just lit up and he launched this into is what the he passion. Cared about. That's what his passion was. Mm -hmm. And then it just nicely led into a confident conversation around serving his sales team. Yeah. So, Perfect example of that. That's perfect. Yeah. And, and we think about the whiteboard tab, and that's a great example of, of part of the whiteboard. The whiteboard is simply what we mean by that is everybody wants something. Mm -hmm. It's just that simple. Everybody wants something. And then they have a plan to get there. And then there's yeah. problems with their plan. <laughs> they're, mm -hmm. like, they're like, I'm not <laughs> sure if that's going to happen or I need help there. And that's their whiteboard. It's like yeah. what they want, what their plan is. And if anything you talk about related to, to, to what they want, their plan to get there are problems mm -hmm. uh, in, in executing the plan. 
they will always want to talk about it. <laughs> on the opposite though, like I just reminded, <laughs> you just reminded me when I was early and, and like had a lot of confidence and I didn't need to have confidence to have, I needed help. Yeah, yeah. You had some false confidence at this point. <laughs> oh, thank you. I had false confidence. So I, I. You had that when you were like eight. So based on I can't some believe of the I did this. I did this. So my dad happened to know uh, a CEO of, uh, and I'm not going to tell you who it was because it's not, I don't want to. But it, it was like somebody I shouldn't be talking to. Yeah. But it just happened that my dad happened to know him it just because they just happened to connect. And How old were you at this point? Uh, I mean, I was probably in my 20s. Okay. Yeah, so I'm in my young, 20s. But this is the CEO career. of a guy. Let's just put it this way. When he sold, he had a jet. And when he sold his company, he got $500 million. That's this guy. Okay. So he's so pretty. I didn't need to be talking to this guy. <laughs> so I call him. And because he knows my father, he has the, he has, I guess he, he just has to polite. take your He's call. Like, he takes the call. And I had no idea what to say. And I started telling him what I wanted to do and why <laughs> hey, I CEO was person. calling him. And he's just like, okay, thanks. Great. And then he just hung up. I mean, it was like, it just made no sense. I mean, I just had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank i know you're friends with my dad let me tell you the seven yeah, things i need to get from I'm, you right now i'm thinking now. about doing this thing in florida <laughs> and uh, i was thinking you might i think i was trying to do some real estate at the time mm -hmm. and i'm like i mean i just had no idea what to say i mean yeah. and i think that's important because if we stop mm -hmm. and say you know like i've had some things come up recently where i'm trying to meet with somebody you know, maybe a really big influencer that maybe helps me sell the book and i'm thinking okay i want to have them on the podcast right Let's have him on the podcast. I go to sit down and write the email. And I'm like, why does he want to be on my podcast? Yeah, that's good. That's a hard question to answer. Mm -hmm. Why is it, you know, what is it for them? What's on there? What are they trying to do? Why would they meet with me? Or like, I'm trying to sell it, send the book to somebody. And, and it's like, well, why would, like, I was going to try to send it to Andy and say, hey, Andy, mm -hmm. here's, and I'm not starting to go, well, why would he care about my book? Yeah, I couldn't answer that question. But, <laughs> and but so he I does did, love you which that may be the reason. That's sure. No, no but it, it's, it's a question we have to answer. What is, what is it, what's on their whiteboard? What do they care about? If, whether you're talking to a teenager, mm -hmm. right? You need to do your homework. Why? What is it that they want and what do they care about and how's doing homework going to help them get there? And if you can't answer that question, it's just going to be, you need to do your homework. And that's not very motivating. Right. All right, Tab, let's move on to number three. All right, well, let's keep ourselves organized. For okay, me. number this three. Me. Number one. Number purpose. one. You got to know your purpose. Is your purpose to help, to serve, or is it a performance where you get a score? Get a score. Number two. Number two. You got to know, know the, the customer's, customer's business. business. Yep. All right, number three is an obvious one, but it's, and these are in order on purpose, Tab. Yep. You know, these yep. are purposely ordered, you could say. I, I could say I, it that I, way. I believe you. Number three, know your solutions. Yeah. Now that might sound obvious, mm -hmm. but most people don't know their solutions. They know what they've been told about right. their solution, but they don't really know their solution. It's almost like when someone recommends a restaurant, oh, you got to go to this restaurant, you got to go to this hotel. And they start, and then the person starts asking them questions and they kind of start backing up and like, have you ever even been to the restaurant? Well, actually, no. <laughs> I just looked it up with TripAdvisor and it came yeah, up. Yeah, well, I heard one. it was really good. And they told me to tell you, it's like, if you ever talk to a concierge, you got their list of like, here's a restaurant yeah. you need to go to in our area. Um, oh, it is so true. I, that happened the other day. I was in DC and mm -hmm. that's what the lady said at the, the, the desk. And I, I, she lists these three things. I said, 
Okay, which one of those have you been to and which one do you go back to? Oh, great question. Great question. And she instantly had an answer. And she goes, it's not on this list. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved it. I was like, well, I want what's on your list. And she goes, okay, here's where you're going to go. Yeah. It was great. It's exactly what you're talking about. Well, and, I, and I, here's, here's what I've seen, Tab, of all the sales reps. When we've trained a lot of sales reps over the years, here's, here's what confident sales reps do. It's, they do all do the same thing. When you start explaining them to you, start explaining something to you, they keep asking questions. They they get what they want until they can make it theirs. I mean, I've just it's, it happens every time. Like, what do you mean by that? Well, how does that work? That's a little confusing to me. Well, what about this situation? Well, how do you know that? Well, we did a study. Well, which who, how many companies did you study? I mean, they just ask because yeah. they're basically saying, if I'm going to stand on a stage and I'm going to say this, it's got to be mine. And until it's mine, until yeah. I know what this does and i can i feel like i'm not going to tell i'm not going to say well we have really good steak because the guy told me to tell you it's really good steak <laughs> oh and he told me to tell you it's angus certified right. well what's angus certified i don't know it just sounds cool it's uh, it's, a, it's a wagyu uh yeah yeah so they they do that uh till they're confident and then they can rep it and by the way if they never get confident, they leave. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, we, we are fortunate that we work most, I mean, pretty much every company we work with, mm -hmm. uh, they're, they're leaders in their industry. And we don't usually work with companies that are just price providers, right? They're not yeah. a low price solution. They have value. And I'm amazed how often I, th these salespeople, and I'm putting on my training hat, I'm training yeah. a bunch of salespeople and you know, I, I, it's got to be great to work for XYZ company. I mean, think mm -hmm. about who you work for. And, and, and they're kind of, a lot of them look at me kind of funny. Like, what do you mean? I said, do you know how passionate you can be mm -hmm. about your solution? And they're mm -hmm. like, huh, yeah, I guess maybe I need to work on that a little bit. Yeah, because you're right. Yeah. They, they kind of have all the talking points. They got to and, talking and points. It's talking points, but they're not real. They don't really, they haven't worked through and understood and really kind of, embrace what this does for customers. Yeah. I think that's, that is dead on tab. Um, and they, they, what they do is again, they're, they, they, if, if they, what's helpful or what they do because they don't know is they stay sort of distanced mm -hmm. themselves from the engagement. So what they do is they say, here are the three things you need to know. And then they kind of, and they're like, I don't really know how that, how, I don't know much about you. And I don't really know if that's true, but I was told to tell you these things. I call those sales reps billboards. Yeah. They're billboards. They're like, they told me to tell you this about our stuff. Yeah. Does any of that mean anything to you? Yeah. And then, and then they get a quit, then they get an objection question, whatever comes back and they're like, and then they got they go back to their script and they say, they told me to tell you this. And it's like, yeah. And then, yeah. the, you know, the, and then the, and then the management saying now close them. Right. And it's just, it's, it's not work. It's, so if it you want work. confidence, you really need to know, you need to understand at a much deeper level, how, how your solutions impact your customer. Yeah. How it impacts your customer, which you can, obviously part of that is, is spending time with, with the, with the, developers of this, the creators of the solution, just people that know. Mm -hmm. And part of that is being out in the field mm -hmm. and talking to people who use it. And you go, and a lot of times it's probably more about that than it is about what you, what, what you learn about how it's created or why it's different. 
but spending time with customers today, I absolutely love it. I remember I, that's where I've made money off stocks is when I talk yeah. to customers and I say, you, you, what do you use? We use the, I remember when salesforce.com came out. Now what coup do they, what do they do? Salesforce. <laughs> I mean, this is like, it was early. I mean, it was <laughs> right. I mean, it was early and I, everybody I talked to, so do you have a CRM? Yeah. We were, we was opposite. I say, what do you use? Because it's Salesforce. He goes, do you love it? He goes, we love it. And I go, why? Yeah, yeah. And they would tell me why they love it. And everybody told me, I'm like, I'm buying the stock. Yeah, oh, that's stock. another was, podcast. I'm going to do how to podcast, make money in the stock. The point market. is, they sold me. They sold me on Salesforce. Obviously, we're a Salesforce customer now. So, um, yeah. but yeah, so that's. I think that's that's critical. Well, Tab, I'm looking at what we have on our plate next because we've gone through what we've gone through three, three purpose. We, we've gone through purpose, business, customers, business, and solution. We've got four more. I think we cut it off now. I think we stop. I, th I mean, you know what they say: three, mm -hmm. four is pushing it. Three is perfect. Three, three big <laughs> takeaways. You know, three a three point sermon, a three point whatever. Right. So the next one we won't say that. We'll say four no, is no. perfect. Four is per it's very, perfect. It's very. It's very um, symmetrical. Yeah, it's very it's, symmetrical. It's, uh, the four. Know, so. so why don't we do this? We'll break now, and uh, why don't you stay on with me, and we'll record part two. Yes, <laughs> I love that. it. Podcasters say that to famous guests. So it's like, that's what they say. Yeah, why don't you stay? So don't Thank fly you. back to London. Well, it is stay, my birthday and I've got yeah, parties to go to, but I'm going to hang. I'm going to kind of yeah, do hang part two. And, uh, we'll stop here for part one and then we're going to pick it up next time for the second half where we're going to unpack the other 4K. We've done 3K. We're going to do 4K, four things you need to know to drive confidence. Mm -hmm.